This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. I think it's important to take a slight detour and look at the Pesukim and the way the Torah describes warfare as being. Parashis and Parashas Shaiftim, Dvar and And I think that the explanations of Shimshon Falahash incredibly informative, the way that he reads the Pesukim the way that he explains them in the context of each other, and perhaps how we understand the Torah today. Something that is um, informative and I think inspiring. So Torah says, When you go out to war, battle against your enemy, and you see horses and chariots, Body of men more numerous than yourselves. Light sira mayhem. Don't be afraid of them. For Hashem, your God is with you. He's the God that brought you out of Egypt. And then we have the parish of the Koyim When you draw near to the battle, the Koyim's going to come. He's going to speak to the people. We know. His message is incredibly inspiring. Listen, hero Israel. Today you're drawing near to the battle against your enemies. Don't be faint-hearted. Don't be afraid. Don't run away and don't be terrified because of them. Why? Because it's not you. Because it's God, your God, who's going to fight for you against your enemies to grant you victory. So before we go on and talk about the people who go back from the front, the people who don't fight, let's understand this in context. The previous parak in the Shaiftim was talking about the laws of testimony basis of all legal procedure, ended off with the internal administration of the state. Now we go on to the mobilization of the army in the event of war, and the manner in which the enemy, the, the nation has to arm itself for military action. And as we've learned, the Gemara Masechah Dafim Dalad base distinguishes between Mulchamas Mitzvah and Mulchamas Rishus. And Mulchamas Mitzvah is where Hashem orders us to conquer the land. Similarly, we learnt in the Rambam, a war to repel an attack is a Mulchemist mitzvah. All other wars are Mulchemist rishas. Even not to repel an actual attack, but to weaken the enemy, to prevent them from attacking. That's a Mulchemist rishas. You're allowed to. But you need the Sanhedrin to give the sign-off for it. In fact, later on, we'll learn the halachas of the people that go back. That applies to Mulchemes Rishos, an offensive war, not a defensive war to repel an invasion. Where you go and take their battle to the enemy and you fight. That's where people go back. Here, we're not talking about Mulchemes Mitzvah, we're talking about Mulchemes Rishos. Because it's not the war of people that are conquering the land, they're already there, they already own houses and fields. So you get out to battle. 
Don't think that victory depends on having the largest possible number of soldiers, of fighters, and therefore you must mobilize the largest possible number contingent of fighting men. In fact, later on we'll see there are many able-bodied men that are exempt from military service. Because our success in war is so much more than just numbers. We know that. And the Pasuk says when you get to war, when you draw near to the battle, we're addressed. And the Gemara inside the Duffman base says we're addressed twice. The call to return for those that have built houses, got married, vineyards, that's made at the crossing over the border of the land. But the encouragement to fearless courage is given at the beginning of the battle. Gemara says, Pamayim and Speaks to them twice, Achas Pesfar, once at the border of Achas B'Lumchama, once at war. Pesfar Ma'ayim at the border, what does he say? Shimu Dvarim Merachim, Divri Marachim, Ulchama V'Chazru. Listen to the Marachim, Ulchama, and go back. Ulchama, what do we say when you're getting ready and primed for battle? Don't be afraid. Says Rosh Hashanah Hash, when the leaders of the Jewish state think it's necessary to go to war, they must put their trust in Hashem's help, not in the size of the army. And it's in this spirit they turn to the fighters at the moment of battle. It's the servant of Hashem's Torah, the Koyen, who awakens the spirit of the soldiers. Because victory can be won only by remaining true to the spirit of the Torah. And therefore there's a Kayan who has this function, it's called the Kayan Mashuach Mulchama. He actually, in some way, according to the Gemara and Hoyriya stuff you'd base, this Kayan occupies the position of Kayan Gadol in the life of the people. It's a little bit complicated what his rule is, what his role is. But the Rambam in Hilchas Kreya Mikdash explains that when he serves in the base of Mikdash, he wears the regular clothes of a Kayan. When he goes out to war, he's functioning as a Kayan Meshuach Mulchama. He wears the eight garments of the Kayan Gadol. Again, this symbolism is huge because it's a servant of the sanctuary of Torah who represents the nation's highest moral idea that accompanies the nation to battle, utters the words assuring them that victory will be theirs. Again, we emphasize in wartime confidence and victory shouldn't derive from military efficiency and knowledge of the arts of war. Rather, from the Torah, to which the work of peace is dedicated, and for which the inner moral struggles of private and public life achieve the victories of peace. The whole purpose of war is to ensure the basis for the realization of living a life, Alpi Torah. As the people of Hashem's Torah, when the nation goes to war, and the call to battle is uttered by the Kohen, Kohen wearing the colours and the garments of moral perfection, the Kohen Godel he holds aloft, in war and peace, a shining example to his people, by keeping all the halachas that pertain to him, Isurei Tima and Isurei Kahuna, which is the moral ideal of individual and family life. What does he say? He has to say these words in Lashon HaKadosh, exactly as they're written in the Torah. He's not expressing his own thoughts and assurances. Rather, he conveys the promises of Hashem as the Torah sets down for all time. Similarly, by the way, Birkus Kainim is done in the same way. 
The Meshuach Melchama says these words, another one repeats them and explains them to the people. But isn't it interesting? The words that are said going out to battle, and we've seen clips and videos of commanders using these words to inspire their soldiers today. Shema Yisrael! Shema Yisrael! These are also the words which every Jew uses to stir themselves every day, morning and evening. To pay homage to the one and only Hashem. And there are all the consequences that come with that. It's the same thought that when you say Shema morning and evening. The same declaration. That nullifies in the moment of battle. The importance of all other greatness and power. The awareness that you're doing the Ratzan Hashem. Ratzon Hashem, God's will, and therefore you can be sure of his support will promote power, courage, calmness and strength, even in the faintness of human hearts. It's the power of Shema Yisrael. Shema Yisrael. It's meant to evoke that awareness of reality. Tapping into Hashem's power, realizing there's no power other than Hashem. Once we've internalized, once the soldiers have internalized Hashem's power, they're convinced by the justness of the course. They're then told four things. Don't be faint-hearted. Don't be afraid. Don't run away. Don't be terrified. What are we told? Says the Gemara. They warn our fighters not to be influenced by the noise of battle, the uproar with which the enemy soldiers try and frighten and confuse them. Rather, our fighters should direct their hearts towards Hashem, maintain their coolness and composure in the face of the tumult of battle. Torah tells us, not to believe in any other power. When a person really, really works on Eilad Novadah, they tap into Hashem's power. They have an additional strength. A strength that belies the numbers of people on the battlefield. Fighting with faith. That is the power of the Kohen Meshuach Mulchama to inspire the nation, to inspire the soldiers to realize who and what they are fighting for. To realize that our ability to do anything only ever comes from Hashem. One of the Aseris Adibris. Don't believe that anything else really has any power. You might not have a Kohen Shuach Muhammad today, but the Torah itself is eternal. We see, we've seen how the different Muhammads, the wars are categorized. When you have a war of Hatsar, Tsar, Eschem, Ezra, Israel, Miyad, Sar, according to the Rambam, the words of the Kohen Meshuach Mulchama, even if they're taken slightly out of context, are so powerful to know what we're fighting for, to be convinced that that's just, not to be afraid. To realize it's not about military prowess. It's about strength and courage of spirit. We all have a role to play in that.
There's more to say. Next Hashem will get a chance to go through these Pesukim in the Torah itself and Parashat Shaftim. People that go back from the front. The idea of being Kaira B'Shalem. There's so much. But at least for now, to draw strength from this eternal message of the Torah telling us not to be afraid. Because ultimately, it's Hashem who fights our battles. In fact, that in the prayer, in the tefillah, for the chayalim, for those that, those that say it. Hashem Elekeichem. How do we finish off? Because it's Hashem, your God. He's going with you to fight against your enemies, to grant you victory. It's Hashem. We should indeed be zaycha. That should be the case. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.